Welcome to Best Served, a podcast recognizing unsung hospitality heroes. Join Chef Jensen Cummings as he chops it up with industry leaders about the humans who've impacted their lives and careers. From childhood guides, to ass-kicking mentors, to the team members in the trenches that make it all happen. Help us celebrate these rock stars by sharing our show and nominating your own unsung hospitality heroes. Connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Now here is your host. Of Welshire Golf in Denver, Colorado. Kyle, my man, I'm excited to talk to you this morning, my friend. Hey, good morning. How are you? I'm doing really well. When I woke up this morning, I had good energy because I uh, cooked up some pho last night, which always just warms my soul. I can't have pho dui right now, so I got to make my own pho. And I got to I gotta admit, it was pretty good. Pretty good. I even got the nod from Betsy, and she usually is my biggest critic. And so I woke right. up this morning feeling good in my gut, feeling good, and then went right to my mentality of like, who's on the show today? And Kyle, your positivity throughout all this has been really infectious. And I use that word because Thank infectious you. is a scary word. And I'm going to take that word and turn it into something positive because your daily posts, we're going to talk about that and just your positivity, and your outlook, all of that. So I want everybody to know this is going to be an episode about positivity, but I want to go back a little bit. A couple of weeks ago, this is going down. Take us through those moments for you because it was dark for a lot of people. And I know you've had some darkness in your past and your ability to go from dark to light very quickly is clear. So take us back to that moment and give us a little insight into what was happening with you. All right. Um, the, the ironic part is that I was actually going or approaching my three years of sobriety that Congrats. Tuesday. Thank you. March 17th is my sober date, which is actually uh, St. Patty's Day. So I use that as kind of like leverage to boost my sobriety by one, seeing how crazy people get on St. Patrick's Day. But approaching that day, the 16th was the day Michael Hancock got on TV and announced that they would be shutting down all of Denver restaurants for eight weeks until March 11th, I believe, was the date. And I was actually at an old job of mine, Fossil Trace Golf Course out in Golden, and getting the news right there with those guys at the same time. So when I got the news and seen like the shock and panic in everybody's face at that job, but as them being in Golden, they're like, oh, this might not affect us. But my golf course being in Denver, I was like, oh, this definitely affects me. But being sous chef, being a salary manager, you're thinking, oh, I might be all right. Before right. I got home, my chef had called me and was like, nah, they're shutting us down. And I was like, oh, are you kidding me? <laughs> so me being a positive person, I'm not going to let this dark cloud damper my day. So first thing I did was go home, hop on Colorado unemployment, got my claim done. I want to say easily within 20 to 30 minutes because it had to have been like the initial shock wow. was still hitting everybody. So I was just trying to be proactive and just take this kind of leverage it to my advantage if I know right now that they're not going to pay us no need to drag my feet or just kind of hang back and like wait let's fill this out I jumped on unemployment right away got mine all submitted was done 20 minutes because I figured the news was going to trickle down and it's just going to yeah. get bogged down that 
that system, seeing it within that that first initial week, how many people were talking about, I can't get on. I tried two days. I tried in the middle of the night. I'm just thinking, man, I'm blessed to have just been quick on my feet to want to act and react that quick. Yeah, I've heard nothing but uh, horror stories. Actually, it's interesting. Uh, that's not true. I've heard the polar opposites. I've either heard, yeah, it took me 20 minutes or I've been on for four straight days, three hours a day. I've called four different numbers. I'm gouging my eyes out yeah. right now. <laughs> and so I just, I have so much empathy for that. I'm interested. I want to unpack what you just said a little bit because in our industry, we're proud. There's a lot of tough guy, tough gal mentality, and it is a strength and a weakness like most strengths and weaknesses are. They're strengths and weaknesses different sides of the same coin. And it's hard because it's easy for us to get jobs. Typically there's always next man up. Right. There's a lot of opportunities, you know, so we move from job to job pretty quickly. But we're very nomadic in that way. So something like unemployment seems very alien to us. It's a, it's a challenge to kind of wrap your head around it. And to your point, so a lot of people were stubborn at first saying, no, I don't need this. It's going to be okay. And then all of a sudden they go, Oh shit, it's not. Now what do I do? Talk about that mentality a little bit, because that's counter to a lot of the mentality. And you said, you know what? I got to suck it up, suck up my pride, be realistic and get in there and take care of myself. Well, I definitely believe in momentum. I've read in a book that momentum, once you get it, it's easy to keep it going. But once to get it started is the hard part. So since I already had the momentum, I was already out and about. It was easy to say, let's let's act not sulk in this and let's not just bum down or even look back to like alcohol or drugs it's like thoughts that start to cross your mind in this point like man should i just give it give it all up now but it's like no nah, i'm using momentum i'm already out and about i got some bad news now let's act upon it because the longer you sit on it and just become stagnant that momentum stops and then how do you get that momentum going again it's going to take a lot of effort to get that momentum wheel moving when mine was already rolling. So it's like, let's just keep going with that momentum. That makes a lot of sense. Thinking of thinking of the kitchen, right? We're all about momentum. Yeah. You get into that groove, you're feeling it, everyone's clicking. Then one little monkey wrench gets thrown in and you feel that momentum get sucked out of you. And it takes a minute, sometimes yeah. 35 minute ticket time to be able to find <laughs> yourself back to that. And so it's interesting because in this moment, you would have been that monkey wrench for yourself. You would have stopped your own momentum if you hadn't taken that yeah. mindset. So I like that. Everyone listening, think about that. Don't be that monkey wrench that throws a whole fucking discombobulation into your universe. So I like that a lot. Let's go a little more macro for you. Uh, you talked about your sobriety. Uh, what a challenge and what an amazing thing to be able to find yourself out of the lifestyle. And this is a challenge. I, I want you to touch on this and reflect on this a little bit, because I think back at the times early on in my career into mid career into not that long ago, where the camaraderie created by those late nights, by doing drugs, by drinking, I have some long-term relationships that I absolutely love and memories that I adore to reconcile that with the fact that waking up in your car in the parking structure behind Larimer Square is not fucking good, right? It's hard to reconcile those two things because I have so much love for some of those parts of the memories and so much love for now recognizing that 
I don't need that anymore. So maybe give us some insight there because that's a challenge to tell people that the things you used to do that you loved were shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, for me, it's one of those things where it really was like a, a gridiron type of thing. Like, let's see how hard we can work in the kitchen and then let's see how hard we can go after work. And it was just like burning the candle on both ends because you're staying out extremely late and then coming back to work extremely early and then working extremely hard. Everything's to the extreme. Extreme. And it was like just living that sort of lifestyle. And I don't know, had a lot of downside in my personal life where I was out of a relationship, was living with my parents and just kind of like the care for my personal self was at all time low to where that type of environment can just feed on it because you're with other people that are in the same boat that they're all just masking something or trying to hide something. So we all kind of get that camaraderie, camaraderie just by hanging out with like-minded people, I guess. Yeah. And you, you put yourself into that position because it, it, it means that you can just celebrate and we're so into celebrating. That's literally our entire industry. We celebrate. Yeah. Somebody is having an anniversary, a birthday, a rehearsal dinner, new job, like, every moment is a celebration and it's our job to be a catalyst to amplify that celebration and create memories for other people. And then we go out and we need to celebrate to keep that high going because that is a high in the kitchen. Absolutely. Don't get it twisted. Like yeah. when you're in a restaurant and you deliver flawless service, flawless hospitality, flawless food, it gets you high as yeah. hell. <laughs> We've got to keep that going. And then we're, you know, back slapping or, or something went wrong and it's an opportunity for us to get that liquid courage and have the conversation, that social lubricant. So I, I feel for anybody and everybody who says, I just, I don't wanna let go of that. And how do we not hit rock bottom? How do we not lose the relationship? How do we not have to go back and live with mom and dad, which is not a bad thing. Not saying that you shouldn't do that anyway and save some money and stop living outside of your means. We do that a lot too, myself included. How do we have to go through this and say, I just have a little bit of an issue and I need to find a way to balance? Have you had that kind of conversation with yourself, with your peers, anything that you can share with us? Um, I believe it's giving it a try. I, I don't think it's the answer, like, because I've had friends that keep relapsing or they'll try it, then something bad happens, and they go back to drinking, and then they think it's all over. I'm like, just give it another try. Just keep on trying it. I was like, even if you just do like a sober November, or like a sober January, just to kind of enlighten yourself on maybe where you are at with that problem. Because I never took the time to actually like check to see where I was until I started getting DUIs and then getting the forced sobriety that required me to pull back from that lifestyle. And even in the beginning, when you're forced out of it, you just want to run right back to it. So it's like, as soon as they give you the chance to go back to it, you jump back into it, both feet, and it just drowned you all over again. So it was me experiencing that failure a couple times to realize that, all right, I don't need it in my life. And that like, I need to, I've seen the benefits from pulling away from it. Now I just need to stay away from it. Yeah, sometimes it's hard too, because those those moments or those stories, we kind, we kind of celebrate those too. like what happened to you last night? You did what? Yeah. You know, and right. we try to find a way to like put a positive spin on it. 
And, uh, and the reality is it's just, it's just a downward spiral and a lot of us get stuck in it and it's really hard. I knock on wood feel so lucky that we, Betsy jokes, she, she'll bring me a, a tangerine LaCroix and say, here's your beer, honey, because I, <laughs> I really can drink at home, even though it's like my job to eat and drink and try everything. I'll even go to beer festivals and like try every single beer. I talk about this a lot get one tiny little sip and I'll leave completely sober because I'm just there to catalog flavor. So I feel super lucky, really, really lucky because we have alcoholism on both sides of our family, massive amounts of addiction. It's definitely touched us closely. And like I said, I've, I've woken up in two different parking structures outside the back of restaurants that I worked at and had a great story to tell people. Yeah. Looking back, I was like, that's just fucking dumb man. It's just, yeah, dumb. Yeah. so finding, finding your center, finding that balance is super important. Health and wellness is something I'm going to be talking about a lot more. I have a daily routine. I'm on a meditation app. Anybody who knows me is like, there's no way that you would ever be on a meditation app. And I'm like, I need eight minutes, man. I just need eight right. minutes just to take a breath, stop and breathe. So I appreciate you, you talking about it. And I also appreciate that you come from a place where it's like, here's my story. Here's my journey. Here's the positivity I'm putting out there. I'm not judging you. Like you're still working in kitchens. You're, you know, dealing daily with people who are in a place where you were and you can see it, I'm sure. So appreciate that. Any types of conversations you have with maybe one of your line cooks or anybody else in the industry that you kind of see is struggling a little bit and you just say, Hey man, I'm, I'm here. If you need, if you need to talk. Yeah. There's been multiple times because Growing up, the first chef I had was still a really great friend of mine, and he was just so like friendly and like had this positive vibe and the energy that carried throughout this kitchen was my very first kitchen I ever worked in. So I was kind of spoiled getting that exposure because then every asshole chef that I worked for after that was kind of tough to deal with because I was like, man, it ain't got to be like this. Like right. I know it's a serious business and the Gordon Ramsay's and the Anthony Bourdain's and stuff got this real rock hard iron chef type image in our head. But I just seen that didn't work for younger guys, and especially for someone like me that I grew up so positive and in a happy environment that I'm like, man, where's all this negativity coming over a piece of meat or a vegetable? And mm -hmm. I was like, just being able to kind of look at it with a little bit of a lighter heart I've had multiple conversations with guys that I'm like, man, don't let the failure beat you up. Like, let that water run off your back because it's just a lesson. Like, a loss is a lesson. So every time you feel like you're losing, you're actually learning. So you're actually winning. I was like, you just keep taking another step forward and we're going to get through this. I was like, I'm not going to be the yeller and screamer. So I was like, I'm not going to be a pan thrower. I was like, I'll be here to support you and motivate you. Like, we fucked this up. We still got time. Give me two minutes. I could change the world. <laughs> I was like, that's all we need. That's it. You see everybody. This is why I wanted Kyle on just positivity. Just I'm smiling all the time when you're talking, man. I love it. And those micro losses, that's growth, which I think is important. And also you can't lead until you've lost. And yeah. I think that's important for us to recognize because we, we don't want to admit our losses and you, you gotta take you gotta take some L's to to fight for those W's. So I really, really appreciate they say it. two L's make a W. <laughs> like, that's how it works. 
right. Talk a little bit about where this positivity today is coming from, because I alluded to it earlier. I see you posting daily, just clever little uh, rhymes, sayings, positivity, positivity hashtags, things like that. First, why is it important for you to be posting those? And then give us an idea of, of how you're actually going about executing on that daily when shit's hit the fan completely. Well, I definitely had like when this whole thing happened and I was able to find myself reaching for more positivity within myself and getting strength from that, that I told myself, I'm going to post every day until this is over at least one positive message, whether it be something that I've experienced, something I've read, maybe share a post that I've came across. But I made a decision to myself that while this is going on, while we're isolated, I'm just going to keep pumping it out there. I was like, I get a lot of it from just wanting to be happy and feeling the joy of happiness. I was like, if I could listen to some positive music or read a positive quote and see the effect within me, I could only imagine what it can do for somebody else. So I try to pass that on. Just like this virus is infectious. Like you said, we're going to make positivity just as infectious. Yes, we're so taking spread the love, spread the positivity. <laughs> That's all, all I can do, really. Take it day by day. Don't let the challenge of what's in front of me overwhelm me just one step at a time. Yep, that's it. So I really like what you just said. And it's interesting because you also mentioned, even before we started talking, how you got to kind of take care of yourself to be able to take care of other people, right? And I believe that too. So when when I hear you talking about posting, you're putting positivity out in the world there for others to to take in yet it's really for you first right you have to be like selfishly selfish selfless and so i'm the same way i'm doing this daily show i'm posting god i posted probably over 500 times in the last two weeks just putting information out there communicating the way i communicate and it's bringing value to other people for sure yet it brings so much more value to me to be able to have the opportunity to share and put positivity and information out there because that's like what I need. So feel that people like do it for you because it's also good for others is a good way to go about it. If you're just doing it for you or you're just doing it for others, that's when you get out of balance. Definitely. For sure. So, all right. Talk about what is happening then day to day. You know, what's uh, what's getting you motivated besides being on the show to put on the the, the, the fresh jacket and the, and the yeah. game hat. Well, that's part of it, too, is I wasn't going to let this beat me up and just sit in my pajamas all day. I was like, I insist on still getting up at my normal time, doing my little workout routine here at home. After that, take a shower. I make sure I clean up, shave, and then just get dressed. I was like, I have to feel like I'm being productive because if I just sit here on the couch, keep walking back and forth to the refrigerator, then that's yeah. when the momentum slows down. And then that's when depression starts to creep in and the, all the stress and all the worries of the world start to like circle in and overwhelm you. Or if I could stay positive, stay motivated. A lot of it comes from even listening to motivational videos off of YouTube. First thing I do when I wake up to get out of bed is I'll hit one of those instead of searching Facebook or searching Instagram and just the words from these motivational speakers start pulling you right out of bed, start wanting, like fanning that flame of wanting more for yourself. So it's like that first initial motivation in the morning could push you so far in throughout the day. 
especially yeah. when there's nothing to do. It's like yeah. now I really got to find something to do. If at 6 a.m. I'm super pumped up and motivated, I was like, start looking around the house. We're either cleaning the house, either getting another workout, doing something, just trying to stay pro productive. Yeah. Talk to another sous chef, Brandon Muncy, who, who spent a lot of time in Denver. He's down in Phoenix. Talk to bodies lining up all his spices everything's labels out and stuff i was like everyone's pantry is gonna look like their uh larder at the restaurant which i lo <laughs> i love that <laughs> yeah. and uh and it's it's funny when you talked about the refrigerator that for sure that first week i was snacking like it was my fucking job like i was like this right. is bad just eating and eating and eating just because i was like i didn't i don't know what to do with my hands like i didn't know what else to do and so then we had to like reset get back on the daily routine, get, you wake up first seven minutes, do your 10 push-ups, do your 20 leg lift crunches just to get the blood flowing momentum. I'm going to use, I'm stealing that for sure. Yeah. All day I'm talking about momentum and, uh, and keeping that energy going and just staying in balance. I think it's going to be, again, the super important thing, whatever that is for you. So we started meal planning again. Like I said, the pho last night felt good, you know, and right. got edamame and the bitter greens and dandelion and stuff in there to be like i gotta take care of my body because this is we're gonna be in it for a minute you know and so that's gonna be important yeah. for us i like i like that i like that you're you're trying to stay active and motivated then throughout all of this you've also heard that. that this is all just an opportunity really it's like if i could take this opportunity and come out better than i went in then I should be blessed to have this opportunity instead of letting the negative side of things and the worries and the stress bog me down. It's like if I could use this as an opportunity to elevate myself and maybe even level up to a point. I was like, that's what I want out of all this. Yeah, we're having meaningful conversations right now. We're being kind of forced to reset. And I think a lot of positivity will come out of it because we know we've known for a while that the status quo in the industry had to shift when it, if it comes to addiction mental health the communication relationships the business model itself the marketing of it all of it all of it had the opportunity to involve because a lot of those have not evolved in over half a century and we need to innovate and be at the forefront of culture which we were for a long time and and we're getting we got passed by a little bit. And so this is a reset. We can have meaningful conversations and there's going to be a lot of challenges, attritions. People are going to leave the industry. Restaurants are going to close. That's going to happen. We find a way because that's what we do. We just, we're GSD. We get shit done in this industry. Like we're yeah. <laughs> hustling and grinding again, strength and weakness. Sometimes we got to slow down and stop grinding because we're grinding ourselves and chumming ourselves. So you talked about some of that positivity, some of those motivational speakers. I've talked about several times how even when I go to the gym, which I don't do now, but when I go to the gym, <laughs> I'm listening to like, like uh, Gary V or like uh, Impact Theory with Tom Bilyeu or Tim Ferriss. Like I, I, I'm almost not listening to music like I used to listen to music for that like energy and pump me up and that vibe in the kitchen. Now I'm listening to words, straight words. Yeah. To think about that so well, there's this guy uh billy allsbrook is the one that i always listen to yeah, and like the videos they put together on youtube have such like a motivational like underlining like drum beat or something beneath him and all his impactful words that 
that really gets me going in the morning. So where right, it's like, I'm man, I'm, I'm, sure. at the gym. I'm taking, I'm just going to take your playlist and it's going to become my playlist. I trust you. So <laughs> who else you got for us? Also, I'll make sure you get some Kanye West in there. I can't leave without saying that. <laughs> I was like, that's really where I get a lot of my strength is because he taught me a lot about looking within myself to find that inner strength. Like I'll look in the mirror when I need some help, stuff like that, lines like that, that carried a lot of weight for me. Yup. And, and, and he's a little, he's a little office rocker, just like all of us in the industry. So, right. <laughs> so it's easy to relate to. <laughs> I get it. I get it for sure. All right. Keep going. What else you got? Um, this other book that I read, it's called uh, The Greatest Salesman in the World, is one that I'm working on right now. It kind of has like these dis different uh, scriptures that or scrolls, they called it. So it was kind of relating it in the sense of becoming a salesman. But I've noticed while reading these scrolls that they could relate just to any aspect of life about mm -hmm. taking it one step at a time or being persistent or starting your day with love in your heart teaching basic principles like this that like help me find guidance in my life to where it's like, man, if I could start my day with seeing everything as love, then it's like, it's going to be hard to be negative when I walk out the door and that tree is speaking love to me or the birds are chirping love to me. It's like, I go to work and I'm smiling. I'm ready to shine love to everybody else too. That's it. That's we're, we're in the, we're in the love business. We're in hospitality. Hospitality is a feeling yeah. industry. And, uh, yeah, and that's why I noticed I'll even park further from work because it's like it gives me a chance if I have any negative thoughts, I'm walking that much farther so I can have that much time to adjust my my emotions and my mindset before I walk in the door so mm -hmm. I don't pass it on to someone else. If I'm in a bad mood, I bust through that door and I just start spreading that negativity throughout the whole kitchen. Next thing you know, you're in a whole kitchen of disarray and everyone's grumpy. Nobody's happy. So I try to use that parking farther to give me that few extra steps to reevaluate my mindset, see where I'm at, and then come in there blessing everybody. <laughs> I've definitely, I've definitely been guilty of that because attitude reflects leadership, right? And all the yeah. moments I've been successful in my career is because I recognize that I work for my people, not the other way around. And every time that I've failed, it's because I took people for granted. And usually that comes from that positivity mindset versus negativity mindset. And whatever you're looking for, you tend to find it, right? And so if you're looking for the negative, you're going to find it. You can be, you can have high expectations and high standards and still positivity. And that dynamic is something we're going to find in this whatever happens next in this industry. I truly believe we're going to find that. That's the whole thesis of this show is for us to value and focus on why and who before what and how. We get so chummed up in the what and the how, and it's so easy to fuck up that piece of fish, to mess up that one plate, to get caught up in that minutia. So I'm excited because what you're talking about is really thinking bigger and applying that to the day-to-day. -day. So I'm super into that. Uh, I don't think we even mentioned it, but I want to make sure that we get the shout out for the gospel of hip hop KRS one, because that's where some of those specific quotes you're putting out there, you said are coming from. So yep. talk about that book a little bit. Um, So that book, I kind of stumbled across just being a hip hop fan and just yeah. wanting to read more and going through sobriety, trying to elevate different parts of my life that I felt I was lacking, never really wrote or read that much. So it's like, how can I read? I need to read something that is interesting to me. 
hip hop super interesting to me. Found this book. It's an 800 plus page book. It looks similar to a Bible, but throughout that, just he quotes it as being like a self-help holy book. So it has a lot of principles about health, love, awareness, wealth, peace, love, unity, forgiveness, stuff like that to just kind of build a foundation on having like a real structured, positive life outlook on everything. But I've, I've reflected back on this book so many times. I think I've completely read it front to back once, but I still go back to different chapters and just go back through it again, just to keep all these principles fresh in my mind. So I don't start slipping down that slippery slope to where you let depression and negativity back in. If I could keep climbing this mountain of positivity, I could just stand at the top and look down and <laughs> feel blessed that I'm up here. <laughs> That's it. I, I, I'm super into uh, the audio books right now. I've been listening to a lot of stuff as I'm cooking and then listening to, you know, Danny Meyer or Anthony Bourdain just talking into my ears. It's kind of been therapy for me on two fronts. It's like working with my hands and then getting that positivity in my ears. And so I really want to see if this book is on Audible because KRS-One, 800 pages of KRS-One. <laughs> That yeah, it's hard amazing. to tell if they'll have it on an audio form or not, but that would be an impressive listen. <laughs> I, I know. I'm gonna, see. Fingers crossed. I'm gonna try and uh, track that down. Uh, any any last thoughts, man? We're gonna we're gonna wrap this up. And really, man, I appreciate it. I knew just from from us interacting that the positivity was gonna be there. You delivered, my friend. People out there, you, go, you know what? What the fuck am I complaining about? Like, I got yeah. I got an opportunity. I have a shot, you know, and I think that's an important thing for us to reflect on. Uh, any last any last thoughts? Any more words of no, wisdom? You kind of, you kind of touched on it when you say the, the whole thing, what you think you attracted. They always say your mind is a magnet because whatever you think you'll attract it. So I try to live life with that mindset that if I keep thinking positive, I keep thinking of a better outcome, then that will be brought forth to me. That's it, man. That's it. Keep doing it. I really, really appreciate, again, the positivity. It is inspiring me personally. And so that's why I really wanted to have you on the show to spread that. You definitely delivered today, my friend. Uh, you made you made positivity proud today, for sure. And positivity. We use the hashtag can't stop, won't stop all the time because that's yep. all it is. Just keep yep. moving forward. I've seen that. And we use the hashtag unsung hospitality heroes because I truly believe all of us are heroes in the way that we treat ourselves and treat each other. And if we really, really believe that in hospitality, then yeah. we're going to have a huge opportunity to prove that to ourselves and to our fellow professionals, to our communities, to our guests and to future generations in this industry so i'm excited about that challenge and opportunity so thank you man thank you kyle for being here we're building a culture here we're building culture <laughs> that's it man that's it if it takes a, a struggle for us to get there which it usually does then we're going to take that challenge and run with it and i appreciate that kyle kyle keep that momentum going man yes sir <laughs> have a great day cheers you do the same take care you see, this is why I am coming on daily because conversations with Kyle Hildebrand 
just they fuel me right now like i cannot believe when momentum i have momentum today is going to be a fucking great day there's no way that it can't be because at that point it, positivity is infectious we're taking that word infectious now is about positivity and passing that on we got to be real people are struggling no doubt about it this isn't a, a campfire we're not singing kumbaya we are being realistic we're facing the challenge head on we're supporting each other throughout this and we're keeping that momentum and positivity going just like kyle is he's had a struggle to get to this point we're struggling right now and we're going to get to that point so really really appreciate him for the words of wisdom that he's continuously putting out and then today that was a lot of fun i hope you guys enjoyed as well like kyle said have a great day cheers thanks for listening to the best served podcast subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at best served podcast tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes